Hey, welcome to the Bobcat Roundtable already. The second, third week of November. Don't look now, but the season winding down. We got 10 games in the rear view. Two more games to go in the regular season. Colter Nuanas reporting for 105.7 FM, the Eagle Montana Superstation in Bozeman and Big Sky. This week on the Bobcat Roundtable, joined by a Bobcat legend and a guy who's done plenty of interviews with me, including being on this show last year as well, Montana State running backs coach and recruiting coordinator Daenerys McGee. Daenerys, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Montana State, first of all, we got to talk about last week, coming off of an epic and historic rushing, rushing day at Northern Colorado in a 45-14 victory, 451 yards rushing, third most in program history. And Coach Choate talked about it at his press conference on Monday. You guys are doing it not just with a feature back. You guys are doing it with all sorts of weapons touching the ball. I think you guys got something like 17 guys that have gotten carries so far this year, so everybody's getting involved. So, yeah. first of all, what did you think of just the performance running the ball last week, and how proud are you as a coach of the fact that so many guys have been able to step up and contribute? Yeah, it's been pretty nice because everyone you can see that everyone in the room and everyone on our offense who touches the ball, especially in the run game, has done a great job of preparing and understanding what we might get. Yeah, so that helped out. The preparation is the key. So, with that being said, guys have just, taking advantage of their opportunities when they've been presented to them. A couple guys that have really risen and, and made the name for themselves this year that maybe Bobcat fans didn't know about coming into this year, Lane Sumner, Shane Perry, particularly Lane the last couple of weeks with Logan Jones out or a little bit banged up. Perry or Sumner's had to be a guy that has been a, a really risen to the occasion. And, and Lane Sumner had close to 100 yards against Southern Utah, uh, was a contributor last week. He's been really good all year, Huntley Project product. So just watching him work each day, what's helped him go from a former Class B guy to contributing at such a young age for you guys? You know what? Lane is an extremely intelligent kid, so he picks up the he picked up the offense quickly, and I think he, he prepares the right way. The other thing with Lane is he's a versatile back. He can both catch the ball out of the backfield, and he can run in between the tackles. He's good with jet sweeps and power reads and things like that. So it makes it where you can just put him in a game and let him roll. So with with his ability to conceptualize things and and the preparation and then his his skill level and combined with his speed, he's a really like he's really if people don't think he's fast, um I think they should watch the tape again because he he definitely can run away from people and break the big plays and make those plays touchdowns instead of 20 or 30-yard 30 30 yard games. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he was a Class B state champion sprinter two years in a row, won the 100 meters, Class B level two years in a row, averaging 8.9 yards per carry. So it's been a fun story to follow. But Coach Isaiah Infonse, who had a great freshman year last year, he's the first Bobcat freshman to ever rush for 1,000 yards in a single season. He's been banged up this year. He has not been available uh, at the level you guys have maybe wanted him to be. I know he's still trying to work his way back, and Coach Joe said he was optimistic of maybe him being available uh, in the last couple weeks of the year, but that's here nor there. The fact is that even without one of the best running backs in the Big Sky, one of the best running backs in the FCS, you guys are still leading the league in rushing. So what's been your message to your room just in terms of guys rising up and taking accountability and performing like they have? It's been pretty much a, a next-man-up mentality, and they understand – like it's all about the group, it's all about the team and how and how they can affect the team and that's by preparing well and then when someone goes down, guys are able to step in, they know their role, they own their role, 
And then as a result of not getting too, I guess, not becoming selfish, they've been able to contribute. Um, and then they've stayed ready. Numerous guys have stayed ready and have prepared like they were the starter throughout the week. And I think because of that, they were to execute on game day and there's not a lot of buzz in which you usually see with a lot of young guys. You don't see a lot of that with the Lane, Lane Sumners or the Shane Perrys of the world because those guys do all of the work from Sunday to Saturday in order to prepare for the game on Saturday, Saturday afternoons or Saturday evening. Daenerys McGee joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable 105.7 FM, the Eagle Montana Superstation. Coach, when you were a player, you were a quarterback. When you came to Montana State, you were scheduled to coach quarterbacks. You did for a year, but then you've been coaching running backs for the last two years. On a personal note, what's it been like for you transitioning to coaching a different position? You know what? It's been a huge blessing because as a quarterback, you, you're heavily involved in the pass game and as well as the protection, but the details of the protection, you're not totally dialed into. And Moving into this role as a running backs coach has definitely helped me develop as a um, as a run game guy. And what I mean by that is being able to scheme run game and being able to attack certain looks that defensive lines and defensive uh, defensive front sevens give you. And that's a huge. Uh, I just have to say thank you to Brian Armstrong, Matt Miller. Um, Potter and and even Coach Choke because they definitely helped me develop in that area. So the knowledge of the run game and the knowledge of the protection has been a huge blessing coming from the quarterback background. Jeff Choate's talked about Brian Armstrong's ability to make in-game adjustments and yes. find the weak the weaknesses in front sevens, and you see it every week. I mean, you guys you guys might be running the ball okay early and then you guys just start crushing people and gashing people specifically what sort of things does coach armstrong taught you because it seems like he has a real gift for sort of seeing that sort of thing you know the truth is i can't tell you exactly (laughs) (laughs) what he's doing because that'll give up everything we're doing (laughs) no doubt but yes he has a great eye for it (laughs) no doubt and uh, it has been such a blessing to be there as he makes those adjustments because now i understand okay why we're making the adjustment and what we go to based on what we're get, getting defensively. Mm-hmm. The other guy in your group that I want to ask you about, we're going to do a senior profile on him next week during the Cacarez week lead-up because uh, there's a lot of great Montana guys on this roster, but Logan Jones has always been a favorite of mine. Logan I, Jones! I covered the guy <laughs> in high school, and uh, he has been a true classic, a true original since he was literally 14 years old. He's so funny. He's such a unique kid. But he's also so tough, and he's having himself a heck of a senior year. I mean, he's rushed for 638 yards. He's a leading rusher on Montana State, averaging 7.2 yards per carry, tied with Tory Anderson, team-high six touchdowns. And I think that the you know, first couple years of his career, people knew that Logan was an explosive guy, a guy who could rip off a big play. But he's shown everything. He can run between the tackles. He can run outside the tackles. He's turned into a complete running back. So what have you thought of just the way that he's developed and, and what has gone into his development as he's You know what? Down? I mean, like I was talking about with Lane, like these guys prepare from from the day from the day we finish the, the day after the game, our previous game all the way until the hour we play the next game. Those guys prepare and they don't just, you know, 
understand, okay, we're running inside zone. They also understand, okay, what are the fronts we're going to get versus these these formations. And these formations, when we're running inside zone, they understand what fronts we're going to get and then what linebacker fits. And then if they bring pressure, where the gap is in the defense. And he he's done a better job of, like, preparing each week, week in and week out, for defenses. And then the other thing on, on top of that, he slowed down, like, especially with inside zone, specifically, like, last year or, well, years before, he would, he would transition to a NASCAR quickly, which is he would just get the ball and he full speed downhill. Mm-hmm. But now he developed his pace car, which is he's very, very, he's become more and more patient in between the tackles, which, which has allowed our offensive line to get to the second level. And then that's when you see the creases. That's when you see the big plays because he knows exactly how they're going to fit, how to get linebackers to miss fit gaps. And then in the open field, like he knows what move to make on certain defenders, like certain safeties. Once we get on the safety, he knows when to use a, hard jab, when to use a stiff arm, when to use a flipper, when to use a spin and all of those moves. So, I mean, the cerebral piece is what he's definitely developed more and more because he he's always had the skill, the skill level. It's just him putting in the time to study the game more. Daenerys McGee joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable. And last question for you, Coach, heading to UC Davis. Trip to sunny California this time of year, but I know it's going to be a business trip for you guys. You're sitting here right now with a lot of things exactly. left out in front of you. Seven and three overall, four and two in Big Sky play, playing a hungry Davis team that needs a win to stay alive for the playoffs. Uh, they're they're really good on both sides of the ball. What's going to be the key for this matchup for Montana State, particularly on the offensive side? Well, you know what we we need to attack them where where we can and make the adjustments during the game in order to get the, get the job done. We have to make guys miss in space, and that's at every position. That's at every skill position. Make guys miss in space and see um, where the game takes us and have to play extremely hard. That is something that we have to pride ourselves on this week. Those guys play hard, so we have to at least match that intensity or try to surpass them in how how hard we play. But they play extremely hard, so we have to bring it. They will play in and play out, and we have to stay in the moment. Like we have to focus on the play that we're running. We can't get too too focused on, you know, the future or the end result. No, just stay in the now and hopefully we'll be fine. Stay in the now and execute. Execute, execute. Finish, finish, finish plays. That's going to be the key to, to success this week. And that's been the key to any game in which we've had success. Our guys playing hard, playing relentless football and then making guys miss in open space. Darius McGee making a reappearance on the Bobcat Roundtable. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on Saturday. Okay. Thank you.